here we are. Welcome to this next show of Green Planet, Blue Planet. Today, we're doing um, something different, a short episode. I'm here with Unity Grace, a living oracle. Welcome to the show, Unity. Thank you. Great to be here. Aloha. And we will be sharing some sentiments on wholeness, on self-love, on synergy, on equality. Um, share just a word or two about yourself and how it comes that we're meeting. Okay, cool. Um, well, I am uh, what is called a living oracle, a messenger of source information. And uh, what does that mean? How does that mean? Well, in the astrology of our charts, it uh, helps us to understand how we relate to time and space, this, this hologram that we're existing inside of. And my exact entrance into time and space was on the time of a new moon, exactly at the time of the new moon. And so what astrologers say is that there's no sun or personality at that time to reflect the chart. And so that makes these people messengers of source information. So I speak in parable and metaphor because it's just coded languaging that's carrying sequencing in the space between the words that helps uh, much greater activation of the consciousness in to move in a direction towards wholeness and integrity uh, for um, the quantum evolution, the quantum leap that's occurring. And Julian and I had the amazing opportunity to meet recently and uh, we're excited to be together on this day. Absolutely. Um, I've just shared the link with you if you want to share it with your followers as well. Um, and for all of those, all those of you who are, who are watching and who are kind of in their own life being called and pulled to consciousness rising or the direction of consciousness towards wholeness and not just the spiritual kind of quest around it, but really truly the inside journey with it. I think this is going to be um, an amazing time spent right now. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into kind of restoring our social consciousness and moving towards amazing time spent right now. So just, just hit that I want to dive a little bit deeper into kind of Perfect. Um, I want to go a little bit deeper into restoring social consciousness and those divine principles that kind of lead to sacred economics and the trajectory we, we are on towards creating um, a shared reality that is um, unlike what we've experienced over the last thousands of years. Amazing. So um, I think one of the things that we were speaking about today is the word synergy. And um, that's where the conversation really should start, because what is happening with the human consciousness is the same as the insect community of the ants and the bees. We are being pulled together into colonies of thought consciousness that are reorganizing humanity into a more organized form. So different uh, people are being called home to sort of different roosts. And what that really means is that in order for consciousness to take a quantum leap, it has to reorganize itself. We've been currently existing in a state of consciousness where we've been in this free will experiment. And we've really let our egos go to the extremes of what it means to be an individuated self. 
And now we're being pulled back, magnetized back to these epicenters of source consciousness that are reorganizing us into a more holistic universal view so that um, that everything, it's kind of like tidying up the house before a party. You dial in every corner of the house. And so different people are being called to different things now. And how does this apply to the normal person? The normal, the average person may be finding that they want to quit their job or complete their relationship or sell their house or go traveling, something that's very outside the quotation marks norm for how they've been living their life. And the statement resistance is futile is kind of a powerful one at this time because the magnetic pull for each person to reorganize themselves inside of these greater thought consciousness is being orchestrated by a higher universal mind. Uh, it's, it's like a hive mind that's pulling us back to these areas that we are most gifted and skilled to be in and then to work with others that share those same gifts. So that is the beginning of this piece of how the consciousness gets restructured into uh, super abundance that supports equality and the well-being of all life. I love that you're touching on super abundance. That is one of the words that I just on my notes here that kind of just flashed at me. Because um, in, in, in like really um, tactile terms, I feel like we are really going towards an era where we know through the kind of machine world and automation and, and all these things that are on the horizon that the people that are very well versed in the world of technology are, are thinking about a lot of people will be out of jobs, will have to re-educate, will have to find a way to find meaning and purpose and, and kind of create a new life. And I think when we look at it, not through the eyes of fear, of how this will work out as a society or how this will work out for the individual, but uh, from a perspective of consciousness, I guess it's really a trajectory into full uh, imagination creation and and well, individual self-realization and then also collective uh, connectivity and also my favorite word play because at what happens as we begin to um allow this greater mind that has the bird's eye perspective to reorganize us what occurs is much more flow much more synchronicity much more grace and much more ease. And that all goes hand in hand with play. And so the sooner, as the Hopi prophecy says, we push off from the edge of the river and we allow this greater wave to take us, to consume us, to redirect us, to guide us, the more effortless things become and the more we're finally that pro surfer on riding on the tsunami wave effortlessly. And, and that's one of the things to really emphasize to people is that just on the other side of the fear is so much joy. Just on the other side of the resistance is so much opportunity. Just on the other side of the unknowing is the world that we've been dreaming of. And so the sooner that we can release into this the more joyful it becomes. And that in itself is super abundance because as, as Joseph Campbell and many others said, follow your bliss, live your bliss. And when we are in our highest joy and excitement, 
then our gifts are flowing through us effortlessly and we no longer have something in between us and creation called a dollar bill or an economic system of trade that delineates uh, the value of a currency over the value of human connection and our human gifts and abilities because we are the true technology and the true technology is the technology of love. The true technology is the technology of community. The mm. true technology is the technology of connection. And that's where we're moving forth in anything that is aligned with love that truly comes from that spirit of creation because love accessing the energy of the heart, the HeartMath Institute has shown us that when you access the singularity in the heart, you unify the heart and the mind, a greater divine wisdom flows through. And as Einstein showed us, you cannot resolve a problem from inside the same thinking that created it. What resolves any current conflict or crisis is actually this higher consciousness that flows through gifting our greatest passions, gifts, and skills. That's, that's yeah. the super abundance of the new earth is everybody gifting, but effortlessly, not from a place of thinking, I need to give just because their natural gifts flow through them effortlessly. And artists, musicians who dedicate their life to their art, they're the greatest example who's been shown forever. Absolutely. And when we move from um, the human identity as a factor in an economy or a production um, factor in, in, in an industry into creative expression that is based on true human connection and kind of enables the human family to unite around sacred economic principles. I think it's, it's very visible in our society. It's, it's maybe not the words most people are using in their common day language, but clearly this is a notion that is coming up all over the place. Um, if we look at happiness studies, for example, we, we truly are able to recognize that the moment that people are within community and are connected in this sacred um, kind of tribal setting, um, no matter where the tribe is, if it's in a big city or if it's in, in the countryside, the moment community occurs in people's lives, there is more happiness, right? Absolutely, because in the human uh, experience, all that anyone really wants to know is what is my purpose and how can I share that? Once you have a society that is on purpose, then you have an ascended uh, human family. And that's because um, then everyone has a sense of meaning and a sense of how and where they fit in. And that is a joyful uh, humanity. That's a joyful race of beings. And from that place, we can accomplish anything. Wonderful. So for people who are listening right now, what do you think is just the, the one perfect next step to, to just become aware of, to kind of um, open hearts and minds towards? Such a great question. The guidance is coming through and saying, live and let live, meaning 
don't get caught up in the current day reporting of chaos. Because when consciousness goes through an evolutionary shift, a leap of this, this magnum, then there, it's going to appear that there's chaos involved. When we place our focus on the chaos, then we're giving our energy to the chaos. The greatest thing that we can do is come within learn to listen to the internal guidance. Now, for some people, this means walking on the golf course. For some people, it needs, means exercise. For some people, it means meditation. But allowing ourselves enough time and spaciousness to connect with our own internal guidance system within and really asking ourselves, does this excite me? Listening for that guttural response of a Mm-hmm, or an mm-mm, or a mm, because 80% of the population can rely, <clears throat> excuse me, can rely on that signal from inside of themselves. And it's kind of, it's almost like driving a car. Um, you know, let's say that our cars were propelled on internal guidance, which is really, we are in these vehicles called bodies and personalities. So let's say that their motion is perpetuated through that mm-hmm, mm-mm, or mm. And if you think about being in a car and you get a mm-hmm, it's going to move ahead a little bit. But if you get a mm-mm, it may just stop. If we get a mm-mm or a maybe, then just stop and wait and breathe. And go forth when we get that full yes to something and follow that bliss, follow those breadcrumbs, follow those seeds. That is how everyone can be of the highest service, even though we may have to overcome our societal beliefs and pressures that say it's not okay to be happy and live our life in this way. Because this is the key out of the chaos, is to follow the bliss and the breadcrumbs all the way. Wow, absolutely. I um, find it fascinating that we have all these quote-unquote messengers like Joseph Campbell or Albert Einstein that you just quoted um, that have been saying th this and messages like this since hundreds of years, if not thousands of years. And we, we kind of idolize them and maybe put them on posters, but that doesn't fully mean that everybody is truly taking the time in their life. And I remember that time in, in my story when I, um, I really checked in and asked myself, is, this is the way I want to continue to live. And I realized unless there's a full yes, unless there's a, a full like, resonance within me, um, it, it doesn't really make sense to move forward because you were mentioning the, the chaos, right? The chaos that's kind of unearthing and, and happening everywhere. I think um, the, the duality of chaos and understanding is, is always always present in, in, in our realm of imagination and, and creation. And I feel like in, within myself, it has always been a, um, like a, a human notion to want to understand the chaos. And I guess this is something we're all kind of um, individually trying to figure out. And what I've come to understand, and after interviewing... Um, a lot of people through the last six to 12 months, um, I'm realizing this is not a singular notion within me, but understanding the chaos through one mind 
is truly not possible. We can understand glimpses of the chaos and that can create the illusion of, I, I got it, I know what's happening next, or I'm in control. But I think most of us and most of us of you listening right now have this, this feeling of surrender when you're actually um, big enough to, to just give in and kind of flow with what is laid out in front of us. That's when the true chaos, the, the, the chaos of everything isn't the illusion of chaos of destruction or fear or anger, but it actually is a chaos that's so divinely orchestrated that it's just beyond our singular understanding. And through the hive mind or the interconnectivity or possibly um, for, for the technology geeks, for through the singularity of technology, we'll create a, a super intelligence that in maybe another way is already within us as a collective, right? So I, I find this fascinating because chaos and understanding are ruling our lives, but the moment we give into them, they, they just exist in a polarity at all times and kind of, that's my personal experience, kind of pull me through life and, and, and give me a clear, don't go this way. It's not going to be pretty or clearly go this way. Well, it's such beautiful sharing. And what I realized on my own journey is the only thing that creates chaos. Chaos is a perception. And it's a perception from the self-perpetuated ego, which is on its own exploration of free will, the free will journey. And chaos is, is experienced when that free will steps out of the middle path and takes a veer off into the forest in this direction or that. But that's chaos is just a perception because as you say, we begin to understand the interconnectedness and perfection of everything. And when we come back to the middle path, which is the alchemy of what we call pleasure and pain and bringing that all those energies into neutrality within ourselves. These are what all of the practices that are available teach us. And like I say, it might be for someone playing golf or running anything that gets both sides of the body working yoga, meditation, because those get both hemispheres of the brain into what we call a whole brain state. And in a whole brain state, we experience stillness. And from that stillness, we're taken up to the eagle's eye perspective. And we come back to understanding the interconnectedness of everything and the true divine perfection of the, the creation itself. Beautiful. Unity, I know we have um, only limited time today because you're uh, about to catch a flight to Hawaii, to Kauai, actually. Um, and I remember we, we wanted to share like a short flow meditation or mantra with, um, with everybody tuning in either on the live right now or later on in the recording. So why don't we um, kind of segue into that? That sounds amazing. So just what I touched on right now, I share this every opportunity I get um, to help people understand whole brain states. So I'll just do a little explanation um, to, to complete that so that people get a really solid understanding of what's being shared here, understanding. Okay, we have two hemispheres of the brain. The right hemisphere is in control of the left side of the body and the left hemisphere is controlling the right side of the body. And they're they're connected by a little bridge called the corpus callosum. And when that little bridge isn't functioning properly or when it's this, the connection is not strong, 
the right brain that's doing certain things and the left brain that's doing very different things are having a disagreement or a miscommunication. And so we want to do everything we can to solidify that bridge to keep us in a whole brain state. And I always share with people that whales and dolphins exist in a whole brain state, which is why they're so intelligent. So any exercise that works both sides of the body alternately or doing crossovers, crossing our ankles, crossing our wrists, closing our eyes, deep breathing, these things get those hemispheres back into alignment. And here's the beauty and self-empowerment of this. This is the greatest tool anyone can ever have in their tool belt. When we are in brain domination, one hemisphere stronger than the other, we're having a battle inside the brain and they're having an argument. And so we're hearing chaos, therefore we are perceiving chaos and therefore we are emanating and creating energetically chaos. Everyone actually, once they learn this, has a divine responsibility if they so choose to step up to the plate to continually get themselves back into this whole brain existence. Because from here we experience stillness. And from here we can create infinite, from infinite potential and infinite possibility instantaneously. So what I invite people to do is cross their ankles. Um, we'll come up with a mantra before we go into this, but everyone will just cross their ankles. They'll cross their wrists. They'll clasp their hands together, just rest them comfortably in their lap. And as we go into this, let's just come up with a positive, powerful mantra to empower everyone on this day. Today is um, in numerology, it's a 11011, and tomorrow is 11111. In time and space, these are portals and gateways to take quantum leaps in consciousness together. So um, we're speaking of love and we're speaking of super abundance. And so let's just uh, make a mantra together, Julian, as we go into this simple, super empowering, what words do we want to say as we go into this? And we can invite others who are uh, joining in to share in the mantra in the whole brain state. And it can be like an I am statement. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the uh, words wholeness and equality that kind of were shared earlier in this um Beautiful. Okay, so what if we um, take that one step further? I am wholeness and equality in a super abundant way. Because what super abundance really means is unlocking our consciousness from the matrix, a matrix of time and space to um, move into a higher evolutionary gateway. Um, beyond this two-strand DNA. So the superabundance is really the unlocking of the consciousness to move into uh, multidimensional states, which is our birthright, home into the tree of life. So what if we close our eyes and, and if people are watching and they want to make their own mantra, whatever is super empowering and positive for them, all positive languaging, and we'll just go into this together and then when, it, when you feel a shift, 
just open your eyes and when we open our eyes together we'll just complete and um, set set this live feed free into the cosmic origins uh, with our prayers and blessings for equality and wholeness and superabundance for all life. Here we go. I am wholeness and equality in a superabundant way, repeating it silently to ourselves or whatever mantra feels empowering. As we finish, we just want to open our eyes, uncross our ankles and our wrists, and somehow bring ourselves back to this moment in time and space. So we can bring our fingertips together, we can place our hands on our heart chakra whatever feels solidifying and with the eyes open, just holding that until we have a sense that we are back here in this moment in time and space. Thank you, Unity, for sharing this um, profound yogic moment of, of breath, of connection, of, uh, of mantra with, with all of us and everyone who participated. Um, truly, I'm honored to have you on the show, and I know that you're on your journey to the Pacific Islands uh, or the islands within the Pacific and Kauai for one eleven eleven tomorrow. Um, is there anything anything else you want to share with everyone who's who's tuned in, um, kind of on these dates of Quantum Leap? Um, anything that's coming? Um, well, first of all, I just want to th thank you so much for um, our connection and taking the time for this and for everything that you're doing on planet earth uh, and cosmically and galactically and celestially and for everyone who is tuned in um, in all realms and dimensions of benevolence and of creation uh, the piece to share is to enjoy um, these are profoundly transformative moments and they are our birthright know that we are all together in this great cosmic web that no one is ever alone even though sometimes we experience this on this path it's impossible to be alone because we are all interconnected and we came here to do this together and it's truly time to celebrate. So look for positive reflections. If, if you're feeling challenged or stressed, we have mirror neurons in our brain. Those mirror neurons mirror what they see outside of the self. So if you're feeling like you need a hand up and you're watching a lot of negative news programming, 
turn it off and go play with the dog or find something positive to look at because any kind of positive reinforcement is going to activate the mirror neurons in the brain and stay there, keep doing that, keep finding those things. This is where we can assert our free will to be the change. And why would we want to experience in anything less than our wholeness and divine perfection to create the world of our most beautiful dreams? And so be it. Wonderful. Thank you for taking the time. And um, let's, let's spread the love and super abundance on every step we make. Yay. Let's. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> love and aloha. <laughs>